Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, Poke Tower? It's episode 49. Welcome in and welcome back. For those of you that are just now joining us, we are here for all your collecting needs, your buying, selling, trading of Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, whatever you think you may want to collect we're here for you we got it so keep listening to the podcast keep listening to the episode we got it all here we got good stuff and for those of you that are coming back thank you so much for the support the continued support we're almost at one year straight of Poketire podcast yes episode 52 will mark the one year anniversary of the Poketire podcast and it's going to be big big celebration so for those of you that Ooh. are not joining the discord because you might be a little timid or maybe you think you're an old head Come join the Discord because we're dropping notifications in the Discord when things pop off for the one-year anniversary. So that's where you're going to get all the number one, the first notifications. You're going to get all the uh, insight there first, and then yep. you'll get it second on the podcast because yep. we're not doing our lives anymore either. Yeah, that's right. We won't be doing lives until probably later on this fall. Um, we'll obviously bring them back with the one-year anniversary. But uh, anyways, today's going to be a good episode. We got a lot of news. We got a couple different topics we're going to talk about, like uh, different, I don't want to say segments, but different pieces within segments uh, that that are going to be cool. So we also have some news, some drama. Um, so we'll go ahead and start today off with some Pokemon card news after my yeah, phone what do we got? What's ringing? the news? This is pretty cool. I was excited about this. Um, it's unfortunate, though, because Pokemon, uh, yeah, that's Pokemon not bad. is plagued with... With sellers right now, right? Like, everyone's trying to sell you something. Who's collecting? That's not bad. That's all I know. Um, but anyways, Pokebeach.com says, Tag Team Pikachu and Zekrom GX Premium Collection in November features an unreleased card. The unreleased card that they're talking about is the Zekrom Pikachu Tag Team that's in all gold. I've always liked that That card. was released in, Jap- in Japanese. We never got an English version. They're throwing it in a premium box. Um... I'm biased. If you can, you know what's funny is I never say this. I never say this. But if you can get this box for retail, that's probably going to be the best way to get this card raw. Because I have a feeling people are going to buy pe- the box and upcharge the card. Right. Or they're going to sell the box for the price of the card. Right. So they're right. going to get, they're going to buy yeah. 12 cases from their distributor and then they're just going to sell that it sucks, for man, 200. I like that jumbo card a lot. Because I've always liked the artwork of the Zekron and yeah. Pikachu, like him on the shoulder or hand or whatever it is. So, the hmm. issue, the issue will be trying to get this thing for fifty bucks. That's what it looks like the uh, retail price is going to be, um, depending on how many packs come inside. But normally the the, the big what, boxes are what 50 packs bucks. are coming in this. Does it say? Uh, Chilling rain oh, okay. looks like uh, evolving skies and battle styles. So basically, last year's rotation right. or this year's rotation. All right. right. Um, are they only selling these on, on Pokemon center? Or are these going to be like in stores? It's going to, I have a feeling it'll be in stores. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't see it. It on doesn't the, say anything. It's going to be in stores. It just, that's the problem is finding it. Um, and my suggestion would be to try and get these boxes retail because I think that's the cheapest price you can get these cards raw. I have a feeling that after a week or two, like maybe not even a week or two. Like within the first three days of release, we're going to be seeing that Pikachu card for like a hundred bucks. Like 
And I'm not saying that's a fair price. I'm not saying that's good. I'm saying there are that's too many the most people that have their hands thing, yeah. in it to where you're going to be able to find it for retail. Because, you know, if this was... It's the most realistic thing to, right, to happen. Let, let's say Pokemon wasn't a big deal, right? And this box is 50 bucks, and you can get them all at the store. If, if they were on the shelves stocked and no one's grabbing them, there's a chance that you could just get the promo for, you know, 20, 30 bucks. Because, you know, no one's paying attention to it. Because there's so many eyes on Pokemon right now. Yeah. Yeah. This the people are going to scalp this box literally for that card. So long term play, what would I do? What would I do? I would I would try and buy two or three of these cards raw. I would not grade them. I would just have it just in case. It'd be like one of those, mm, we'll see where this is going because I do like Zekrom. I don't like Pikachu. I'm not a fan of Pikachu, but I like this artwork. So Yeah, so do and I. I like gold. We we talk about golds all the time, guys. Golds is probably one of my favorite picks in Pokemon. Um, they just, they just do well, and people sleep on them. Obviously, in this case, nobody's gonna sleep on this. I mean, look at the comments already. People are already blowing up. Yeah, yeah. It's already got pages of comments. Oh, 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 like everyone thinks they know everything about Pokemon. Anyways, um, I like it. It's a good card. It's a shame the times we're in. I wish this thing would have took the place of the, uh, um. Umbreon Darkrai box that came out because believe it or not there was a time when that Umbreon Darkrai ultimate box you know the one with the promo in it yeah the sick and it has the Espeon in oh, it yeah, too yeah they used to be like 50 bucks you could find them at the store for 50 bucks by the dozen right and people weren't scalping them yeah it wasn't only it wasn't until people saw that PSA 10s are selling for 400 plus they were like wait what people yeah. like um, Umbreon and, and Darkrai so yeah, it was like one of the coolest promos too. They had like it yep. was textured, and then it right. had the uh, like the dark city in the back. You know what I mean? The yep. dark town skyscrapers and stuff. It was a super cool card. So um, that's what I see with this, right? But it's different now because everyone knows the hacks. Everyone knows the tricks. Um, will I go out of my way hard to get one? Probably not. But if it just falls in my lap, you know, yeah, of course. Because um, I I am a Zekrom fan, and I think Zekrom's time is coming. In terms of collection, Pikachu's just the, the added bonus there. Hmm. Here we go, guys. Highest sale of the week for Pokemon. This one's this one is gonna be fun to talk about because I we I just posted this in the Discord today. Cause is it? Uh, is so it here not? we go. Highest sale of the week, August seventeenth. Pokemon base set Shadowless first edition Hollow Charizard PSA ten four hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars nine hundred ninety nine. Hmm. $645 shipping. Hmm. Um, kind of on the shipping too. So here, <laughs> $500,000 card. It's, that's a realistic price, but let me tell you something. This was a PWCC sale. If you guys were in the discord, you saw that I shared today. eBay is officially restricting PWCC's sales. Uh, they may even get banned altogether. Why? Because they finally got caught in the act of shill bidding. I'm not sure Pants which... Pants around the ankles, caught. Yeah, I'm not sure which specific sale it was, but this is today, and the news was dropped today. Um, and these are the types of cards that get shill bid, uh, you know, to right. the moon. Right. We're not talking about, you know, your special delivery Pikachu that's 800 bucks. okay? That's like, that's like small, small game shill bidding. We're talking... Hundreds of thousands of dollars, right. dollars show bidding. Like people, yeah, to, to further, this is crime. Further prove this too. Like, um, not prove it, but further talk on this point. So, 
I know we're not talking about Yu-Gi-Oh right now, we're not in the segment, but the highest sale of the week for Yu-Gi-Oh was almost a $499,999 PWCC sale Blue Eyes for White a Dragon. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yep. That's kind of a, almost an unheard of price. That's, yeah, we see, and this is the cool thing about us covering the highest sale of the week. We right. have evidence that this has never been done because yeah. we do it every week. So to have these super sketch prices, something's and not identical. Right. They're both identical. Both right. chase cards and both uh, uh, right. TCGs, identical prices and similar and similar weeks. Um, and we talked within about the it, same week actually. Yeah, we talked about it in the cord, and uh, you know, I said, I, I, it's hard for me to be sad because people are like, well, what about all the people that sent their cards to PWCC to middleman that sale? It's like shame on you. Shame on you. And and I said it's good that they went down the drain. And I, I don't sympathize for people that sent their cards to PWCC. Because... What, what's the gain for doing that? It's just like, a middleman service, so you don't have to deal with the transaction. So they get the, they get a slice of the pie. You get to send your cards there, and you don't have to deal with any selling or, or returns or anything like that. Huh. It's dumb. Um, yeah, that's dumb. So it's like an autopilot yeah, eBay? Yeah. Send it's so your easy cards to, do it to us, yourself. we'll sell them for you. It's so easy to do it yourself. Right. And we all know that, but... You know, as a collector, it's already hard enough for me to sell my cards. Um, I have some I have some stuff that I, I need to take care of within the next uh, year or so, and I, I may have to sell some of my cards, and I fight myself on it every day. Like some of my personal collection cards I might have to sell. Um, but, you know, family first before anything. So it's I'm always going to, you know, do what's best for my family first before my own collecting uh, needs or wants. Um, so... For me, as a, as a collector, it's tough to sell cards. So when I see these people send their entire inventory, their entire uh, safe full of you know graded cards that are worth tens of thousands of dollars to these companies to just sell for them, it shows that their heart's not in the game. Yeah, exactly. You just actually, sent your child's off. You just like, sent your children off. You know. Yeah, your childhood, your whole childhood, your nostalgia. You know what I mean? Your like your your sediment, all that stuff that you hold personal to yourself is what your collection right. is. And, and most of our guys, you don't even get to see it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like, on the it's daily, gone, right. it's gone. Like most yeah, of I our can't guys, that. that's crazy. I didn't know that was a thing. Most of our guys I know don't use PWCC. That's just a broad statement. Maybe there is someone I don't know that's using it. But I, what I noticed, the trend that I noticed is most of the people who use PWCC are people that are strictly in it for the money. Right? These are these are the people. So this is why I don't feel bad because when you join into something like PWCC. You're aware that this stuff goes on. That's why you sit, that's why you want to send your cards to them. Because you're like, hey, if I send myself to PWCC, there's a chance it could just blow up. But you know why. You know what I mean? You know that there's show bidding. You know that there's fraudulent bidding. You know that people are spiking your bids up. And you know that you're going to get a bigger return if you use them. And we all just keep it on the hush like it's cool. And you're selling to people like us, the real collectors. So I have no sympathy for anyone who's going to bite the nail on this one because you've been ripping us off this whole time. Mm. Yeah. You've been taking part in it. And, you know, you can you can say you weren't, and I didn't know that they were doing that, but I'm telling you, greed changes people, money changes people, and I can tell you, you know, from real collectors and then these hype beasts who got in last year and are, and are taking advantage of people, you deserve it. And so does PWCC. Yeah, I'm just glad that there's going to be some some bigger wallets that may see this news or see like this, uh, you know, article out there that, you know, PWCC is having this show bidding, blah, blah, blah. And maybe, you know, for a true collector that has deep pockets, you know what I mean? Maybe that drives them more towards, you know, collectors like us that have some pretty dope, 
you know, graded cards that they may be interested in, mm-hmm. you know, like say, you know, if I was, if I was going up against, you know, four PWCC, you know, PSA eight dark paladins, I doubt mine. Someone's gonna be like, yeah, I'll buy this. Like, you know, Joe, Joe blows. Well, yeah. And the expectation is, well, if I buy one off this random guy, I'm going to get it cheaper than it would have PWCC. Right, right. You're all playing a part in ripping people off. So it's nice. I'm glad that's going to get kicked yeah. back towards the people who actually uh, have some really valuable if, goods. I don't know if they'll be gone for good, but they have definitely been restricted and I'm sure they're under investigation uh, and they're going to be in trouble and you know, so be it. And, and everyone who's in this game for money, these are the risks you take. If you're going to be a bad guy and you're going to mark stuff up and scalp the heads off people, you know, and mark things up two, three, four, five hundred, a thousand percent because you're like, well, demand is demand. People pay what they're going to pay. That's fine. That's totally fine. But business is ruthless. So when you lose your selling platform, eat it like a man. That's all I'm saying. Um, business is ruthless. I get it. Agreed. I'm not telling you what to do with your life. You can go ahead and scalp as many people as you want. But when business comes for you mm-hmm. and takes your head off, don't be upset um, because, you know, you, you won 90% of the time. Now now it's time for you to lose. Uh, so that's how I see that. Um, I don't know if that's a legitimate sale. You know, you would think we would have heard about heard about it by now. But when stuff like this comes out, you got you got to be like, okay, if it came out in the first place, there's got to be something there. You know what I mean? If, if a yeah. company is completely clean, nothing ever comes out. Right. But so, if there's some type of like sketchy stuff going on or something shady, there's, it's someone's going to catch wind. Gonna something's going to come out. It's always going to come to light. Always going to come out. Yeah. So always practice good business. If and remember, guys, I say this all the time. Not everyone is made to run a business. That doesn't mean you, what it, what it means is is not everyone should be selling their cards on eBay. That's what it means. And that doesn't mean you use a service like PWCC. It, it's under it's self awareness, right? Like not everyone can be a Pokemon card entrepreneur. Because it's heartbreak at times. Sometimes you get ripped off. Sometimes you get grades on cards you you know you thought you were going to be be better. Sometimes you waste money. You lose right. money on sales. Yep. It's like that all the time. It's not just all about the profit. Um, and there, I think there's just too many sellers in the game. And hopefully this type of stuff cleans up the act, you know, for a little bit. And then maybe one day we'll get to better, you know, more honest sales. Yep. <laughs> Top five this week. It's been 49 episodes of the top five. Um, I wanted to do something fun. I've been doing something fun like the last few weeks, but um, I guess we'll just keep it going until the the year's mark. Uh, so top five this week. This was interesting because there's not really any analytics behind this. No analytics, right? We've been talking numbers all year long, stats, what the data says. And then, you know, of course, my opinion. But today is going to be completely my opinion uh, in the top five. These are pretty much my top five favorite Pokemon that I'm going to share with you guys this week. And I'll try and share with you guys what card I would get if I could get them. So hopefully that makes sense. Okay. Number five, which any one of these cards could be number one any given time based on how i'm feeling but today number five is venusaur venusaur is one of my top five favorite all-time pokemon um i used venusaur when i had pokemon blue um i used venusaur when i had pokemon red you know and i used charizard before i've used blastoise but i always used venusaur because 
I used to make it a point to take down Charizards when I played my friends. Um, I just thought that was hilarious. So, utility. It's a bunch yeah, of utility. Dude. Sleep Powder Leech Seed yep. or, you know, Toxic Leech Seed or Poison Powder Leech Seed. And then you got Mega Drain or Giga Drain. You're just sucking the life out of people when they can't do anything. You got Paralyzed Hacks. You got Sleep Hacks. Charizard just, ever a meta? Is Charizard ever a meta Pokemon? Uh... I don't really think so. No, Charizard or Blastoise really. didn't really, really fit not really. on a team. Well, neither is... Well, they, they might be in, like, super tiers, but they were never in, like, the uber tier. They're just... Stats aren't built that way. Right. Um, But Venusaur, which one would I... Which card... Which Venusaur card would I pick? Um, If I had to choose, believe it or not, it wouldn't be the first edition Venusaur. First from base. It would be the Japanese uh, CD promo. Mm-hmm. Blackstar 13. Yes, which is... Uh, I have the... I don't think I have the CD promo, do I? Yes, you do. I do. You do. I get it confused with the starter deck one because one has a logo of um, Bulbasaur in it uh-huh. and then one has a logo of the CD promo thing. So, yeah. yeah. You got the CD promo. It's number 13. I paid $20 for that card. Sick. We should be getting it back within a month or so. Um, We are so close to getting all of our slabs back. It's it's stupid. Yeah. But I get that really Venusaur. close. My favorite artwork of that card... Yeah, I really like the uh, CD promo Blastoise. That's what's one of my favorite Blastoise. With yep. the little red star in his barrel, it's dope. Right. Um, number four, Dragonite. Dragonite is one of my favorite Pokemon because of the story behind Dragonite, right? So, um, like as a kid, I was always a very competitive kid, but I was always behind uh, in terms of like development right so being faster being stronger being smarter was never all i was never the top kid right i was always like maybe top two top three in the conversation but not good enough to seal the deal so i bring that up with dragonite because when i was a kid i had this pokemon guidebook it wasn't the strategy guide it was just a book about all 151 pokemon Mm -hmm. and dratini was in the back that was before i knew dratini even existed because when you're playing this game at five years old you don't know all the pokemon i didn't because they don't show them all on the show. Yeah, you only know if you went to, like, Blockbuster. Right. Went through a magazine. Yeah. Um, you know, and even if you knew what Dratini was, you didn't know where to find him in the game. You had to buy him from the game Right, corner. right. You didn't remember where it showed you in the picture. Yeah. It, it, or it didn't even say show a picture. It just said route whatever. Yeah, you know, it like, was at the game corner. You had to pay, like, nine 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 yeah, for him, yeah. whatever, right? So you're, you're out there gambling at the game corner to get a Dratini, and he sucks. He's trash. Trash. And you have to train this guy all the way to Dragonair. Learns like rap, um, and then you, and then he finally evolves at level fifty-five into Dragonite, and then you just wreck house because you remember when you're in the Elite Four, Lance is just destroying you with his Hyper Beam, Dragonite. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's unbelievable. So I remember when I was I was probably like six, seven, eight years old, you know, somewhere around that time, um, and I was playing Pokemon with my friend. I believe his name was Jance. We were on the baseball team together, and uh, he used to. He we were pretty pretty neck and neck but he would always use legendaries to fight me and i tried not to use them i tried to use my alakazam gyarados you know things like that and uh, my dad he was looking at my dad was looking at this book with me and he was like what about this guy and it was dragonite and i was telling him i was like it's really hard to get that guy dad because you have he doesn't evolve to a level 55 and my dad's like yeah but what if he evolves to that and it's like oh then he's really powerful and so he's like you know take the time why don't you take the time and do it so Dragonite was like my first exposure to investing in something that no one believes in. So that's why I have an emotional attachment to Dragonite because 
he's I mean he's the first of that type where you train him all the way to level fifty five and what but then it pays off he pays dividends you just run through anyone um, and I believe in the old game he could learn thunder blizzard fire blast and hyper beam that's what I would give him yeah he could yeah he did powerhouse he learned moves. all those just like Gyarados yeah um, so Dragonite's one of my favorites Gyarados was the other one too that like everyone all slept moves, on Magikarp yeah. you know what I mean and then he learned all the exactly. the sickest moves. So Dragonite was, and, and it was the discipline too of going to the game corner and saving up all those coins. Really hard to do. Um, but anyways, Dragonite, if I had to pick one, it would be the, hmm? it would be the non-hollow error of Rocket's Dragonite. So Rocket's Dragonite from the original Rocket set, there's a non-hollow version that was meant to be hollow, but it, and it's different because there is a non-hollow version of Dragonite in the set. But then there's one that's marked with the star and it's number five and it's ho- it's, uh, it's non-hollow and it's supposed to be hollow. There's one of the, It's one of the biggest errors in all of Pokemon. We're talking tens of thousands of dollars for this card. Hmm. Dark Dragonite. Um, or, or Rocket's Dragonite. Or I, think the, I think the Expedition one is probably my favorite. The one was in the clouds. That one's dark. Right. Well, these are like gray old cards. Like, oh no, yeah, like, no, that's that's beyond. But I, I just I didn't even think of that card. Yeah, but I was um, thinking about my favorite Dragonite. That's probably it. Number three, Mewtwo. Um, I'm a huge fan of Mewtwo because, again, in the original games, he was a villain. <laughs> you know, people his his views <laughs> changed now, but Mewtwo was a villain. He yeah. people were scared to fight him in the in the cave in let the me, Cerulean cave. Yeah, let me tell you, he was level seventy and he would run through you. Let me tell you what, too. If you didn't, if you weren't a smart enough kid and you didn't save your master ball, you're done. Yeah, you're sitting there. You're sitting there restarting and turning off your Game Boy yeah. and saving right in front of Mewtwo. Yeah, that was the worst. And sometimes you would go in with 99 balls of each ball, and you couldn't get them. And you couldn't get them. It was just he like, would just recover, and he would psychic blast you, and it was just you were done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mm-hmm. you could do. Um, even you know, obviously, if you had level 100 Pokemon, it was different. But as kids. You know, you usually had your level 80 Charizard and then everyone else was like level 40 and he, you just, Charizard carried you on his back, Yeah, you know, yeah. and then the rest of your Pokemon yeah. were like good, but they weren't that great. Like level 40 Sand Slash, like what are you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Best Le- move is Level Earthquake. 40 Butterfree. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So Mewtwo, um, and this one's going to, this one's going to throw you guys for a ringer, but believe it or not, if I could have one Mewtwo card, it would be the um shining legends mewtube in a psa 10 so my favorite artwork possibly one of my favorite pokemon cards i know it's new it's from 2017 but that mewtwo in the in the tube getting tested on and experimented on epic um and it's not the most expensive one either Mm. i just think it's the coolest one there is um and that's what i would go for yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think there might be like one that, but I think I agree with you on that. Yeah, YouTube is. It wouldn't probably be the about price one. with this one. It, it wouldn't be about price or rarity, right? It would be about the artwork specifically. Yeah, I think. And you, the same thing with that Venusaur, the the Black Star promo Venusaur. It's the artwork for me. Um, he just happens to be expensive too. Yeah, uh, YouTube is is a dope card. Number I agree. two, number two here, Gyarados. Mm. Gyarados again, one of my top five favorites, maybe number one on certain days uh but just like we were talking about with dratini yeah same so thing with magikarp right so i was that i was the weird kid that bought magikarp <laughs> in the 
right before you go into the moon cave uh, yeah. by Cerulean, Cerulean that, City. that fisherman, right? You buy it from a fisherman inside the Poke Center. He sells it to you for like five grand. Yeah. I bought it. Swamps you of all your money. And I never knew why he was so useless. Because I, I watched the TV show, but um, it wasn't until after that I saw... Like, nobody knew... I don't think you know that he turns into Gyarados in like until like the nobody movie, right? No, he turns into Gyarados when they go to the um, SSN. Oh, okay. But here's the problem. How deep in the show is that? I didn't have a strategy guide. I didn't know he evolved at level 20. So this is what happened. I don't feel like I remember. <laughs> I had a Magikarp. I knew that I could train him by throwing him out and then subbing someone else back in. I knew that because I did it with like Butterfree or like Weedle. You know, because they're weak too. Like, you can't use a Metapod to fight. You just can't. Even right. if you have Tackle or whatever. Right. You just don't. You sub them out the for a stronger Pokemon, get your EXP. And I did that. But I did it without knowing that he evolves at level 20. So I was just going to train. I was going to train this Magic as a kid. I was determined to train Magikarp until he turned into a Gyarados. And I remember back on those games, all those little pixels, he used to look so crazy. Yeah. As Gyarados, he looked crazy. The sprite, yeah, the sprite looks insane. Um, but I was I was that determined as a kid that like, I'm gonna train this guy no matter what because I know what I know what he turns into, and a lot of a lot of kids didn't know that or they were did they were playing a video game by the way, and kids back then were already saying that's too hard I don't have time is this is like dude it's a video game what are you talking about, so I used to get Gyarados um, level twenty by the time I beat Misty I had a Gyarados, and I would just run through people, Dragon Rage all day, um, but again yeah just uh. It's just a reminder not to sleep on the people that you know that that don't look like they're a threat, because <laughs> it's it's just a cool story with Gyarados. Same thing with Dragonite. Um, but if I had to choose a card, this is kind of easy. It would be the uh, secret rare shining uh, Gyarados from uh, Neo. Mm-hmm. So he, it's the it's yep. the shining Gyarados where yep. he's attacking the fishermen in the he's water. All pissed off. Yep. That one. It would be that one without mm-hmm. a doubt uh, because I love Red Gyarados. Mm-hmm. That was the the coolest story with uh, the second gen and how that happened with the Lake of Rage and all that. Yeah, all that right. was tight. Yeah, sweet. like that card. Oh, okay. Something in my nose. Hold I on. How much uh, that card goes for? Okay, number one, Gengar. Gengar Oops. is my favorite Pokemon because. When I got back into p- playing the video game competitively in like 2011, I believe, 2010, 2011, when I was playing black and white, I wasn't using Gengar. But I started playing Gengar when I got really good and I got a 3DS and I played Pokemon XY. Then I was like, I'm going to try and compete and like beat people. So I was on the ship in the Navy and that's when they had Mega Gengar and he was uh, he was like a meta sweeper. So fastest uh speed fastest attack besides mega alakazam i believe so he was up there just a powerhouse but i liked i like mega gengar more i thought he looked sick um so we we ran with that and uh that's why he's my favorite because he was actually used to help me win uh, a lot of uh battles and championships like on the ship when i was in the navy so gengar and plus he's sick i mean it was cool i remember seeing uh <clears throat> seeing him in the original game, what's her name? Uh, Sabrina. Not Sabrina. Well, yeah, he they use ghost types against Sabrina, but what was the Elite Four lady? Lorelai? Lori? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's The creepy uh, old lady. Yeah, yeah. Karen. Karen. Her name's not Karen. 
Anyways. I think her name's Karen. No, it starts with the L. It starts with the L. Um, but she has like two, right? She has two, uh, two or three Gengars. Uh, but what was cool about her is that she used one as a, a staller and then she used one as a sweeper. Kanto? Back then, as kids, we didn't know that. Is it Kanto? No. Yeah. Is it Kanto? Yeah. As a kid, we didn't know that. We didn't know that she was using double team. Uh, That's golden silver. To uh, change her evasiveness on one Gengar, and then she would toxic you and just stall you out uh, and confuse Rayu. And then the other one was the powerhouse using Nightshade, Hypnosis, Dream Eater, just to knock you out because it was super fast, super strong. Um, but yeah, Gengar was really cool. And uh, if I had to pick one card... It would probably be... Oh, this one's tough. Because um, I go for the artwork. I don't go for, like, the legacy, right? Because obviously you could just go with the Fossil Gengar. That's, like, the first one no, in America. You're, you're semi-right. Lorelai was the ice one. What's the other lady's name? Agatha. Agatha. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Agatha. Okay. So, if I had to pick a Gengar card, it would be the Masaki promo in a PSA 10. That's probably my favorite artwork of Gengar. Fireball one? No, that's the Sky Ridge, Sky Ridge one. This is the Masaki promo. Mm. It's it's the best art of Gengar. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. It. You'll have to look it up on your phone. But uh, I think I think I think mine's Poppy uh, Sabrina's Gengar. That one's really cool too. They just didn't make it in the Hollow. The one with the cemetery. Yeah, it's dope. And the one with the moon too, where the moon's behind him. No, I like those a lot. It's just not the artwork I like of him. So that's like the old school Gengar. It's weird. Yeah. Because he looks weird in the video game too. Yeah. I think those two, those two are probably my favorite. Um, but that's it for this week's top five. Something different, just something fun to talk about. Nothing I like that. Crazy. That was cool. Uh-huh. I like that. That was yeah. cool. Um, and those are my some of my favorite Pokemon. So hit us up on the Discord. Let us know what you thought and what some of your favorites are or maybe your chase in Pokemon. guys gengars grabs right no no we're doing your lookouts for the week oh man that I, was your sample that was my sample i totally <laughs> blanked my i'm sorry guys i was trying to look for this uh this uh, article about this car we're going to talk about but i can't find it it's super hard to find um i found it last night but i don't have it on my phone now but anyways we'll get to that in a bit go up go up a little bit that's why oh. there we go yeah <laughs> whoops First card we're going to be talking about here, we're going to be talking about some Japanese promos, um, but we were really big on black and white, so I decided, I was like, you know what, I wonder if black and white has some different promos than English, because they have, you know, Japanese has exclusive promos, and I was like, you know what, black and white did a lot of weird things, so that era kind of pulled me there. So these are the cards that I found in the black and white era. So we have Rayquaza 144 slash BW dash P is a pre-order card. So this was a pre-order card for a black and white. Um, I'm not exactly sure what pre-order, car- pre-order it was for, but you can find about 30 to 90 bucks for a Rayquaza card. I think it's super awesome. Oh, oh, it was a pre-order for, um, uh, oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the game is because it's, in, it's Japanese and I don't think we played it in English, but it's a DS game. It's a Nobunaga's ambition. No, yeah, yeah. Nobunaga's ambition, but I don't think we got that in English. Did we? No, so I think it's just a Japanese game. Um, but anyways, so it was a pre-order um, 
for a game and it's a shiny Rayquaza. It's a super dope card. It's got a nice little stamp on it. Um, I think this card will do oh, extremely, extremely oh, well right there, once it's huh? graded. That's it right there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we definitely didn't get that. Yeah, it looks tight. Whatever it is, I don't even know what it is. Like it has Groudon on the front and what? Yeah, what is that? It's kind of like a Pokemon or I don't know. Whatever it is, it's, it kind of looks cool. Hmm. A little tangent there. Anyway, so this card is super cool, guys. It's shiny Rayquaza. It's got the little stamp um, on it. And then also, what I like to talk about is the borders on this card. Are like borders I've never seen before. They're like parallel hollow borders. Yeah. Those so that so it has cool. like a like a just a parallel line running across hollow hollow wise on the borders. There's another card we're going to talk about in a little bit too that has the same thing going on. So Rayquaza 144 slash BW P super dope. Check it out. This next one up Battle City Denny. I think you'll like this one a whole bunch. This is a Coral Coral uh, magazine promo. You can find it raw for about twenty to forty bucks. Battle City 107 slash BW dash P. This card is pretty sick. Oh, it, it is tight. It's a it's a Mewtwo fighting uh, Zekrom. No, that's a... Who's that? That's the... Uh, gosh dang it. Kyurem. Kyurem? Yeah. Yeah, this card's super dope. It's got... I like the... Uh, yeah, he's fighting Kyurem. Is that Kyurem? Mm-hmm. It's super dope. It's got um, cool like Japanese writing down at the bottom on the left and right of the card. I have no idea what it means, but I think it looks cool. I think it adds character to the card and then it also has a cool little logo in the middle as well. I think a lot of Mewtwo cards are cool. I think this one's very special. It's got him fighting another guy. He's got a little um, aura around him. But oh, this yeah. one's special. Like I said, it's got it's got just a different look to it than the normal Battle, Battle City um, trainer card. So go check it out, dude. The Battle City Coral I would Coral love, magazine promo. I would is super love dope. if Pokemon made like a hardcore anime of like Mewtwo out on his own and just like oh yeah, like trying to figure out what existence well, no, is. Not, not even just like not well yeah, figuring out himself. So that could be like as part of the anime, right? That's like the meta. It's like him finding out who he is. But in his journey, he's out fighting legendaries and like just putting them down because he's just mad, right? Like a like a Devil May Cry type anime. Yeah, dude. He's just like. I don't know. Devil May Cry was this, this devil hunter guy. Like he, the whole the whole anime is just him hunting down like badass demons or yeah. stuff. And then yeah, he, be literally like that. the whole show is just him beating up demons. Reckon, yeah, yeah, it's tight. All right, the next one up is Reshram. This one's dope. Did anything you're gonna want to look these two up right here? These are Japanese exclusive promos. I did not find any full art English versions of these cards, and they they are expensive. So they're going to be in about in the 100 to 150 dollar price range, but they're very, very nice, very nice cards. Oh, like when I when I say these are really nice cards, they are really nice cards. Those are sweet for Resh, for Reshiram and Zekrom because we're going to be talking about both of them. Whoa! So Reshiram EX 158 slash BW P. Uh, raw, he's about 100 to like I don't 100 to like 160 dollars raw. But it's weird because you can find the Zekrom and the Reshiram. Sorry. That sample a little early there. Um, you can find the Zekrom and Reshiram together for like 130 sometimes 160 So if you guys are interested in these cards, um, make sure you're doing your, your shopping around. I mean, if you want both of them, you want the set. If you do, make sure you go and look at those mm. listings because I'm finding that the single listings for the raw cards are more expensive for whatever reason. But when they're paired together... It's like they're a more 
yeah accurate price i guess you know what i mean like cause i'm not gonna i wouldn't pay 120 bucks for this i don't feel like i would but i would pay 120 bucks for both which would make each one 60 you know yeah yeah i'd do that i would Just do like that this one yeah. right like that so there's a there's a set selling for 120 right now or best offer so that's something i would do but i wouldn't buy a single by itself for you know 100 bucks or 110 bucks um, if you really like the card maybe you do maybe you go that far uh I do think it has a lot going for it with Platinum getting its uh, its revamp and its new game coming out. Um, and a lot of people are in high expectation in that game. If that's a game that captures kids of this generation, you know what I mean? It captures them and makes them, brings them into Pokemon and then they start wanting to collect or whatever it is as they get older. I could see this being one of the cards that people are like, whoa, that's really cool. You know what I mean? Because not a lot of kids right now will know about this card. So the Reshiram, Zekrom, uh, so Reshiram EX 158 slash BW dash P and Zekrom EX 159 slash BW dash P. Super mm. sick. Go check them out. They are Japanese full art exclusives. These next ones are lookouts only because they are expensive, except for one of them. One of them is just dope. I feel like he doesn't get enough love. We'll talk about him first. Uh, our boy Zorark, 007 slash BW dash P. It is That's sweet. the same... Uh, hollow parallel borders as the Mewtwo Battle City promo. No, was it the Mewtwo Battle City promo? No, it was a Rayquaza. Sweet, it was a Rayquaza man. pre-order promo. Right, yeah. That same, had those parallel hollow borders. Same pattern, yeah. Same pattern. Super cool. Um, I know there is an English version of this card, uh, but I think the Japanese one with those parallel borders is a lot cooler. But now, the big hitters we're going to be talking about is Pikachu229 slash bw p this is a 15th anniversary uh card this to oh. me is hands down the best pikachu full art card there is oh yeah hands down the best one is very pricey Whoa. they're going from like five to like a thousand dollars denny just showed me a psa 10 48 hundo 48 hundo but i've never seen this what's the 15th anniversary yeah, promo? It's, the, it's the 15th anniversary pikachu that promo is sick yeah super sick um, I think I thought it was tight. I'm not a huge Pikachu fan, That's a cool, but there I would, are some I Pikachus I like. Yeah, very exclusive, very dope. But this last one, this last one is a card I need to get my hands on. Denny's gonna see why right now when he pops up the uh, listings. It's only like three, but this Rayquaza card, Rayquaza 145 slash BW dash P. This card mm. is insane. Oh my! So it what? was. It is considered a super, extremely super rare card. Because it was, a, set that. it was a lottery promo. Those connect. Yeah, they're, they're together. Yeah. No way. Yeah. $6,000 for the, the Giratina and the Rayquaza. Yeah, so I was going to bring up Giratina too. I, I don't know if a lot of you guys like Giratina. I haven't seen any of you guys buy the cards or any. I like Giratina I like lot. Giratina. I know Danny likes Giratina, so I was going to tell him you know, after the podcast, and I was going to share it briefly right here with you guys. But oh, Giratina wow. and Rayquaza 145 slash BW-P. Why aren't they doing this more often? Were lottery promo cards, and they're considered like the extremely super rare um, cards. Yeah, there's only five listings on Yeah, eBay. there's like five listings, and they don't go below $1,000. Cheapest one is nine hundo. Yep, it's from pretty, Japan. It's pretty crazy. So uh, I don't. I I was like I said. I was looking for the article on this card to see exactly how they were obtained, um, but I couldn't find it. I had a hard time trying to find it last night, and for some reason I can't find the link anymore. Can't find the website. But just know that these cards are super sick. This Rayquaza is one I would definitely have in my collection, just because it's a full art. It's Rayquaza. It's exclusive. It's awesome, and it pairs up with Giratina. I know all my favorite stuff. 
you guys already know the deal if you like it check it out if you don't pass it up this is one of those cards guys you want to grade them and you want to move them oh yeah this is where you would do it right you wouldn't do it on evolving skies you would do it on stuff like this all right here we go Gengar's grabs this week it was pretty competitive tell you that uh we had to just uh debate what we wanted to do yeah this one was a tough one uh so here we go number five gengar's grabs was a complete 56 pre-release set uh digimon cards from great legends i was coming from paperclip aka jake that is quite the feat um so it makes number five this week because that is that is that is this is collecting right this guy took months two three months to put this together two or three dollars at a time just getting all the uh, pieces to the puzzle no one else really in the court is doing that and if they are they're not getting the complete sets um so that is impressive um it, yeah, it takes number crazy. five it takes number five because you can find these cards right you can find them they're, it's not it's not old it's not vintage um it's not crazy rare it's just the amount of endurance you need to, to see this whole complete set through that is what is impressive about it. Um, that's collecting. Right. Uh, just time and patience. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh sets are like 60 cards in total. And, yeah. And most people don't master those. So 56 pre-release sets. That was sets, pretty sweet. Very impressive. Um, let's see here. The next one, number four, Power of Patara Secret Rare mm-hmm. from Soggy. But, so, but tied. It is a fourth place tie between Soggy and... So and don't. then the Eevee Scream card right. from Lone Wolf. Uh, we've covered the Eevee Scream card. They go you know, anywhere from 100 to maybe 100 plus raw. Back in the and Halloween episode. And you guys episode. saw the prices for the 10s and things like that. So, uh, And those are, those are exclusive. So we like exclusive. Yep. They're yep. Japanese exclusive. Uh, they are somewhat limited, right? Everything's limited. But these are, you know, these got some specificity and some ex- exclusivity to them so those are cool things we like to have as collectors it was featured on our halloween episode a while back yep yep yep. all good stuff um i like it um and eevee is a highly collectible pokemon the power of patara again a sick card it's got vegeto on the front yeah vegeto is just one of mine and denny's favorite guys it's a secret rare that's got it's you know it's it's a hard card to pull the only thing is is it's new it's modern right so you right. can find it there is opportunity to get this card it's just but when you see some of these other gengar's grabs that we're going to be talking about you'll see why remember, we're like, remember, we're like yeah, remember how hard it is to get something right. right so anyone with enough money can get power of patara and anyone with enough money money can get ev scream cards so that's number four this week right number three war Greymon, gold text imperial jamon gold text Magna Angemon Gold Text from Soggy. Nice. So, Doubling up this now week. These, Doubling up. We, anyone who's buying Digibattle cards knows how hard it is to find these cards, and then to find them in mint condition is even harder. And according to Soggy, he says these are PSA 9, 10 ready. So Ooh. we may have some elite Digimon company here at PSA pretty soon. Um, and that is pretty sweet. So again, Magna Angemon is a, is a pretty popular one. We'll talk about that one later. Super oh no we cool. won't we won't Super my bad cool. um imperial jamon is definitely a favorite we've seen lots of imperial jamon collectors uh even uh well we kind of talk about omega saiyan magna and jamon a little bit later yep and then war Greymon, obviously the 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 crown king right um 
you know, there's Omnimons and there's other more rare cards, more expensive cards, but the most popular card is easily the War Greymon. And the gold text was the chase when I was a kid. At least that's what I remember. Um, hollows were just kind of like, meh, you know. But if you got it, it's still sick, you know. But we were I remember gold text. That's why I went so hard after my gold text when I first got back into Digibattle cards. Because I just remember, like, I didn't have that, you know? Yep. So it was a big deal. Um, that is, he's the Charizard. That's how I see, that's how I view him. Uh, number two, this one's just kind of legendary in its own. Uh, Gallopmon Chaos Mode from Paperclip, a.k.a. Jake. So this was a uh, Digi uh, Digimon card, but it was an Asia exclusive. I, I've got to pull it up on the, oh, freaking A. I totally had it up on the Discord. Um but it was like a trophy card or it was a Asia exclusive, I believe. Something like that. I'm yep. totally botching it right now. I, I know nothing of this card, but the way Danny described it and uh, Paperclip being Paperclip, him being Jake, our resident... They're hard to get. Digimon guy. Right. Uh, I was autom- automatically like, oh yeah, it has to be, has to be to a banger. Um, let me see if I can... I do have this uh, Chaos Gallimon right here, though. Yeah, he just pulled one today. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. So, yeah. So, this is it. This is pretty rare. It's the Ultimate Chase from Asian oh, whoa, Detector. Cool. One series, uh, one booster packs or dur- tournament. Sorry, they either came from the w- series one boosters or tournament exclusive prize to Hong Kong. Hard to tell which one, but yeah, uh, and that's Gallantmon Crimson mode, not not Chaos mode, Crimson mode. My bad. No, oh, I got Chaos Gallantmon. Crimson mode. Um, so it takes number two this week because obviously we anyone who's searching for the Digimon cards, you guys know how hard it is to find. And then to find it in the condition you want and at the price you want, so many variables have to line up. And if you're just one day late, you 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 go you go seven months without seeing the card again. Right. So um, it's hard to find. It lands number two just because D Cyber. You got to have a distinguished taste for D Cyber, um, right? So like Digi Battle is obviously the most popular. Um, you know the Alpha Evolve and and D-Cyber are, are there, but it's just not as widely valued. You know, you got to be a deep Digimon collector to like that stuff. And I like it. I appreciate it. It takes number two this week. But um, you'll hear number one here and you'll know why. Uh, so here we go. Number one this week is Metal Gurumon and War Greymon Swedish promos uh, from Digibattle uh, from Christopoli. Former MVP of the podcast. Now taking this the top yeah, seat. He's the top spot. And Gamer's grabs. Um the reason he said, why move over, move over, you guys. I'm gonna show you, you how it's done. These Swedish Digibattle cards, they came from Swedish McDonald's Happy Meals. And I've actually seen a picture of the packs. I've seen what they look like. Right. It's it's like super old school, super throwback, nostalgic. Uh it's really cool to see. Um from how long ago though? How like two thousand? Two thousand, yeah. Early two thousands. Now so, the thing is with these arts, they're non-hollow, but is it, I, in my opinion, it is the best art of War Greymon and Metal Gurumon. Yeah, I agree. Hands down, I agree. So, but then I also asked the question: the reason why this is so impressive because how many of you were in Sweden getting McDonald's Happy Meals in two thousand? Probably not a lot. Nobody. Nobody. Right. So that's why this is dope because one. It's like having a Taco Bell promo, you know what I mean, that not a lot of people had. I like I like cards that are like 
Well, here's the thing. Like, it well, took me. It took me, guess... it took me seven and eight months to get Metal Grumon and War Greymon. Yeah, I guess the Swedish epitome problems. of like, uh, like exclusive or like slept on. Like back then, right. I'm sure people in Sweden were like, "Oh, look at these Digimon promos." You know what I mean? Whatever. They're not expensive, by the way. You can get them for under a hundred bucks. The issue is, can you find them in a good condition? Right. That's what I'm saying. So you will pay fifty bucks for one that's bent in half. How many people? In, how many people in Sweden were like into collecting? Were like, I'm going to keep this card in great a very condition. Small, a very small amount. We were right. kids and we just played with them. That's what I'm saying. And how many people from America went to Sweden and got a Happy Meal that had a collecting mindset? Probably not a whole lot. So there's, I'm, I'm, there's not a lot of cards out there in good condition. I can, I can assume. There's yeah. no way. You know um, what I mean? And you may see one on eBay, one a month, like, and it may take you so many months to even lock one in because you might not like the condition of one right like the corner might be bent all the way over and it's like faded and and you know tore up um it took me about seven and eight months uh to get those cards and again you might you might see one listing for seven months at a time yeah and and if you get the metal groom on you might be waiting for a war gray to pop up or vice versa yeah that metal groom on's type um so those are sweet congrats chris uh number one there those are so they're they're the reason it gets it is because it's rare it's extremely exclusive it's vintage and it's everyone's favorite digimon metal Garumon, war Greymon. it's the it was the mascots so and you got the pair um and it's you know did digi battles pretty hot right now um so that was a good grab and then i'll go ahead <laughs> i decided not to compete this week uh, but i'll throw myself in as an honorable mention uh, we got a Mammoth Mon, uh, Series 3 Hollow, a Tau Mon, uh, Series 4 Gold Text, Rapid Mon, Series 4 Gold Text, and Magnet Andromon, Series 4 Gold Text, I believe. I believe. Don't quote me on that. He might be Series 3. Um, but yeah, I got all th- I got all four cards for 200 bucks. That's so, crazy. Yeah. That's a good deal. Um, and three out of these four cards are, are PSA 10 p- candidates. Is that is that a good deal? I don't. I, I mean, I feel like that's I'm, great. Yeah. Okay. I feel so like that's a good deal. Check when, when I you'll find Rapidmon from like seventy dollars plus seventy to about one hundred and ten. I'm sorry, Talmon. Talmon you'll find from about seventy to one hundred and ten in the gold text. I got mine for uh, like thirty nine bucks or forty bucks. Mm. Rapidmon I got mine for forty bucks. Again, that card usually sells anywhere from like seventy to like one ten mm. in a gold text, not mint. By the way not mint um but these ones i got they're they're like psa 10 candidates uh magna Angemon, that one i paid 74 uh but again he can go for 100 plus and then the mammoth mon nice. was the cheapest at 39 bucks um and that one's probably going to get a, but nine. He's just a hollow just a hollow but i, I bought right. it because it was 30 bucks and on top of that mammoth mon is one of my favorite megas yeah, from one series one he's tight i remember so, him um, I like it, you know, um, and that might be, that me. it's, I don't have a lot of hollows in digi battle. I'm going after the gold, go for gold, right? First place. Um, but yeah, I like these and I'm really excited to get them. Hopefully we can get some, uh, PSA tens at, uh, at PSA. Yep. So congrats everybody on Gengar's grabs that made it this week to the, uh, one, two, three, four, and five spot. If you didn't make it into Gengar's grab spot, Hey, keep trying all good it's all good because you never know you might post up a you know 6.5 weedle you know what i mean and that might take it if you got it for less than two bucks so we're not just going off of our favorites where there's a lot of different factors going into it so um yeah Yeah, keep sending it it's fun for us to 
to sift through these and it's challenge not, it's ourselves. It's not always and, the most expensive. It's not always the most exclusive. It's literally just. It's got to have everything. It's got to have it. It's got to have like, yeah. And like just a perfect ingredient for a good collectible. That's all it is. Dragon Ball Z slash Dragon Ball Super for the week. Here we go with our highest sale of the week. I like this one. August like 12th. This one. August 12th, 2017 Dragon Ball Super Union Force. Ultimate Force SSB Vegito BGS 10 Pristine. Population 1 of 12. $11,000. We just covered this, what, maybe eight weeks ago? No, we didn't, we didn't, you know, I don't even think we just covered this. I think the, when we first did Dragon Ball, I think we covered this. Right, about off eight, the PSA eight, article. Eight or nine episodes ago. Yeah. Well, Rush would be eight weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, we brought it up. You know, these have been selling for a couple hundred bucks, even before we brought it up. But I like to go on record to say, hey, we told you guys early. Right, there was no eleven thousand dollars sale of this oh, car. Oh no, 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 no! Now there yeah, is. Yeah. Um. So hopefully you guys see the value in that. I'm not saying you're going to get a BGS 10 pristine. That's what the price point is for. But at what the I'm same saying, time, it's patting the back. It's like, what hey, I'm we, saying is that we this pulled is the this first car out of the secret bunch, rare. You know? Yeah. This is the first secret rare the card game ever made. You got to lock some in, in the event this turns into a Charizard thing, right? Um. Obviously, we know the Goku. Uh. What's the other one? Uh, the Tournament Power Goku. The Awakening Power. Yeah, yeah. We know that that's a grail as well. But this card, man, we saw the picture of it. It just looks sick. It, I like it more. Oh, yeah. To be yeah, honest, yeah. I like it more. Um, mm-hmm. It's a sick card. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I like the artwork more. And yeah, I like the, the gold foil, cool. the way he's... It's just sick. He looks mad. He looks pissed off. Like, yeah. And that's one of my favorite yeah, things. Yeah, the Awakening Power is cool, but there's just not much Goku on it. It's more like... A... When we when you watch... Did you watch the Brawly movie yet? No, I still got to watch that oh one. Oh my gosh. Okay, so he's caught up on Super. Yeah, I watched it all. But in the Brawly movie, in the Brawly movie, it's one of the few times you see Gogeta. This, I know it's Vegito. I know it's Vegito, but you see Gogeta actually mad and like trying to kill someone. Right. Like he's going for a kill. He's not like, oh, let's fight and have fun. This That same idea, you see it on this Vegito Ultimate Force. He looks like he's going for the kill. And it's one of my favorite things to see Goku and Vegeta actually like not playing around. Yeah. You know, um, as a team, it's really cool to see when they're actually being serious. So that's why I like the artwork. I think it's just, yeah, I like it the captures card. the aggressiveness. I like the color. Yeah. I like the gold on it. I like the character. It's dope. Sick card. Highest sale of the week. I need to snag one. I just spent 200 bucks on Digibattle. I probably could have done that on one of these cards. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. I love Digimon. But anyways... Uh, I need to get in on one, right? Like there was a time when Charizard was two, three hundred bucks a pop. Just saying it now, guys. Yeah. Okay. Now the raws go like four, five, six hundred just for a base set one. First edition, forget about it, right? Yep. Um. So that's it for the highest sale of the week. We're gonna do something fun this week. We're not doing any news for Dragon Ball. No news. I made up a fun little segment within the segment. We're gonna call it Saiyan Segmentception. Yeah, we're gonna call it Saiyan say out so obviously a say in right and what we're going to do is i'm going to give my opinion on seven characters that devin picks he's going to give his opinion about what i'm saying 
So say in would mean, hey, that's a good character. Say out would mean... <laughs> Did you get the pun? Yes, I did. <laughs> say out would be, I don't really... I don't really believe in this character in terms of collecting. Now, don't get this twisted. If you're a huge fan and I say say out, that doesn't mean not go get these cards. I'm talking about from a valuable perspective, popularity perspective, you know, the whole the whole nine. Like not just, oh, he's my favorite character and I don't care what you think, Denny. Like I'm not I'm not putting down your favorite characters. So here we go. We're gonna try say in, say out. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the discord because we can chop this up many different ways We're gonna do seven characters because there's seven dragon balls. So here we go All right, seven them off top off the dome. Yeah, give me one off the cranium. All right, let's go. Uh, let's do uh, Zamasu Zamasu I'm gonna go with say out because Zamasu is only cool when he's fused with uh, Goku Black uh, with the Patara. He's actually pretty dumb and useless without Goku. So when you think of in terms of collectibles, I don't think Zamasu cards are going to be that hot. Now, a Zamasu Goku Black card, that's different. But a Zamasu on his own is not a strong character. I agree. Okay. Piccolo. I'm going to go say in. I think there's a huge mm. market, mm. huge market for Piccolo. <laughs> now, I don't know about any specific cards that I would choose on Piccolo's did, behalf. Did he, but did he get his signature card? No, he didn't. But we're not talking about just cards. We're talking about overall popularity. Piccolo has been in the franchise since the 80s. He is the, the first major villain Goku faces. And there's a lot of... He's basically... He's like a Green Bay Packers, right? Not the best football team in the NFL, but he's been set, been there since the beginning. Yeah. He's like that. Yeah. He's got brand. True. Yeah. Say in. Yeah, he tried that special beam cannon a few times. It's <laughs> <laughs> his only move. Good only character. One. Good yeah. character. And, he, you know, he's, he kind of yeah, redeemed himself mouth, in the Tournament of Power. I think him mouth blasting uh, Shenron is probably the best card he has. <laughs> I think that's probably the best one. I need, I need to get that. Okay. That's two. Yep. Three. Uh, what's her name? Um... Let's do a. It's not. It's not Kefla. Is it Kefla? Is that the two together? Yeah, Kefla. And and you could do the two the two girls underneath. Kalifla. Kalifla. Yeah. And Kale. And Kale. Yeah. Okay. So all three of them as like a trio. What do you think? Say out. Whoa. I don't think. Okay. Besides the waifu aspect of it, which I think can can fall off like a bad habit uh in the trading card hobby i don't see them i was talking about more the brawly or ancient super saiyan aspect of, well, of kale right they did it you know and i've looked at a lot of stuff on forums a lot of people say they did it you know to throw back to brawly but they wanted to do female characters just for the sake of equality people people didn't really like it they were fan pleasing and it's different how do i say this it's different if they had more story to them. We don't have any story to them. So that's why I'm going to say say out. Right? There's no connection to these characters. I agree. They just popped up. They're from another universe. Mm-hmm. They're never going to be a part of the main arc. Yep. Right? Like, like. Oh, they could. Like, if, Vegeta, if Vegeta went and visited, you know. Maybe. But we're not. Sadala they'll never maybe. be a main character. There's right, no depth right. to them. Right. Who no, have they right. defeated? You're absolutely right. Who have they fought? Who have they protected the world from? Mm-hmm. Nobody. 
Um, are they strong? Absolutely. Are they are they waifu? Absolutely. But those are very. I mean, when you consider Dragon Ball and how long it's been around, uh, those are not. Those aren't. I mean, they can still get waxed by Goku. So they're not even. You know what I mean? They're they're barely formidable when they have the fusion on. Yeah. So they can still be beat by some of our favorite characters, and I just don't see it yet. You know, there's there's no story to them. There's no depth to them. All right. Hit. 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 Ooh. You were talking about stories and arcs and stuff. I'm like, Hit can be someone who comes back because he's kind of like Goku's alternate being of, you know, the Six universe where he's always challenging himself to get better, you know? I'm going to go say out. Really? Because ever since Goku figured him out, Hit's been losing. He loses to Goku after Goku figures him out. He loses in the Tournament of Power. Yeah, he's kind of a cool sidekick to Goku. But he honestly... Just a purple piccolo? Right, but, he, but with less story. <laughs> right. So he's an assassin that we don't even know. We'd never seen him really do any of his work. Right. Um, he plays an integral part in Goku learning how to fight faster. But there's just no... Again, there's no depth to him. And I don't see them building on that when Super. Because okay. if you look at what happens, the next thing that's going to happen is the moral arc. Hit has nothing to do with any of that. So, and, and the thing is, is he wasn't sinister as a villain or a foe. So there's nothing to remember him by besides uh-huh. time skipping. Mm-hmm. Is that three? That's four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had Zamsu, and then we had Piccolo, mm-hmm. and yep, we had yep, Kefla, and then we had that okay. four. All right. Um, Janemba. Janemba, say in. Say in. The reason why is because not because he was, again, he wasn't a a super villain in terms of like challenging Goku and Vegeta. They they handled him pretty well once they fused to become Gogeta. Um, the reason why Janemba is cool is because he's a movie exclusive. So yeah, they made a movie just for him. Not only that, but it's the it's the second or third time we ever see Super Saiyan three. Yeah, and I think it's. First time we saw Gogeta? Right. First time we see Gogeta. Yeah. So a villain that can pull out Gogeta and give us that great character is someone who's going to be memorable. Um, and he was super cool to fight. Him and Goku threw down. I thought it was one of the coolest things. Um, so Janemba is Saiyan. He's got cool forms. He's got a cool look to him. Um, he rivals Goku Super Saiyan 3. And then he gets waxed by Gogeta. So everybody gets waxed. Stay in. All right. Uh, Android 17. Android 17. Say in. Now, I don't think he has any cards yet that are going to put him to the next highest collectible level. No, the new set. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're cool. cool. 17 cards. They're cool. But I would love to see a, a Super 17 from GT. Like... Just a good Super 17 from GT fighting Goku SS4. Yeah. I would love to see that because he was a menace in GT. But then in Super, he redeems himself as an android. People start to realize how strong 17 is from the tournament. Oh, dude. He was sick. He's smart, tactical, um, and I think he's one of the most memorable. He's very serious, too. Right. Um, So a lot of people forgot about him because he was more of a menace in the android series, the Cell Saga. Yeah, but it's like even in the cell saga, he was ruthless. You know, but he, he developed just, right. 
Yeah, he is ruthless. Because he's, he's a robot. He's but, just stapling on people's face, grabbing their faces and just kai blasting. Right. Like, and this the, is crazy. the thing about him is that he has character development. Mm-hmm. His story's changing. So he's a family now. He's mm-hmm. still a fighter. Mm-hmm. He's a smart fighter. He sacrifices things. And then ultimately, he saves everyone. Right. When he, he, when makes, he, the he does the human thing and he makes the... Uh, the human, the human wish. Say in. That's that's a good character. All right, cool. Last one. I'll give you. I'll give you one. An easy one. Vegeta. <laughs> Vegeta. Say in. Yeah. Easy. Well, but why? He he gets he gets overshadowed by. I mean, okay, I understand because I've watched it. I'm talking about from other people's perspective. They think this way too. You know what I mean? Not not, not me. So don't convince me. Okay. Convince other people. Like Vegeta. He gets over. He gets overshadowed by Goku. He doesn't finish out the, the tournament of power. Um, <laughs> he's the only reason they finished he's the tournament. A, yeah, but he's, he's rooting. He's rooting, always rooting from the sideline. He's just always less. So, what really do you think he Vegeta, has other than being Vegeta like Vegeta has the greatest character development in the history of Dragon Ball? He goes from a villain with no background to one of the most favorite characters. If not, I believe there was a survey that showed Vegeta is actually more popular than Goku now. Hmm. Goku, Vegeta is number one in front of Goku after Tournament of Power. Um, I just saw it like this week. I, I need to find it. Um, I'm, but a, I'm a crazy Goku fan fanboy, dude. Here's That's the thing. Why. The cool thing is that Super is finally separating them. They don't have the same path anymore. Whereas right. before, it was like, hey, I'm Super Saiyan 3. You got to go Super Saiyan 3. You know, And then even, oh, I went God. Now you got to go God. Okay, I went Blue. Now you go Blue. Well, that's where they broke it off. They're like, wait a minute. Goku had to be trained to go blue he had a ritual done to get the god ritual done and and all that stuff so that he could get that power vegeta learned it on his own right that's where it started right and then uh he reaches new powers in uh tournament power which obviously it wasn't enough but it was crazy powerful but it's hinting to what's happening in the future and if you if you if you listen or if you watch like the manga or go on like youtube and like just you know casually watch like i do and watch people go over these these reviews there's a lot in store for Vegeta here pretty soon. Um, and remember, without Vegeta, there's no Gogeta. There's no there's no Vegito. And yeah. Goku's nowhere near as cool without Vegeta. Goku mm-hmm. doesn't seem so mm-hmm. powerful if you take out Vegeta. And that's yeah, not almost almost every single one of his Goku's like breakthrough moments was because either Vegeta died, Vegeta sacrificed himself, or right. Vegeta, or Vegeta was Challenge on his side. Him. Vegeta's like, You're not gonna give up, and he yep. then like that breaks him through into like ultra instinct. Yep, but the reason why I'm still like a super Goku fan after finishing Super, I don't know what it is, but when he goes Ultra Instinct and gets that music going on, I can't stand that music. Really? I can't stand oh, it, dude. That's <laughs> a, it's like really. Yeah, dude. That's that's my that's my favorite. I don't know what it is, but, but it's not my favorite because I think it's cool, but only because it's like you know, on like TikTok when they put the they put that same yeah 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 sound sample over like something like I don't know dumb yeah. or memeish. Yeah. That's why it's just kind of funny because it's super serious, but then I'm watching it thinking kind of memeish in my head. No, it's still, d- yeah. don't get me wrong. I love Ultra Instinct Goku. Um, he's, ser- he's serious. I like it. He's very focused. Um, but remember this. The the gods always saw Vegeta as a better candidate to be trained. I think I think, um, I think Top. I think the thing that happened to Top, you know what I mean? Him yeah. having to choose and then him being becoming like a destroyer in the middle of the tournament. I think uh, I think that has like a big big thing to do with like Vegeta you need to you need to watch the Brawly movie too like I feel like I feel like that has a big thing to do with Vegeta because like, Vegeta fought Top remember and then how top, Vegeta and then ran top through Frieza but he but I was saying he was running through Top and then Top goes you know destroyer mode you know what I mean 
or Hakai mode. And it's like, I don't, if Goku didn't really fight top too much, except for when he got, he kind of got bear hugged in the, uh, the yeah. tournament. And then, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it has like a pretty, pretty close tie. You know what I mean? It just didn't make any sense. Like, why, Vegeta why? beat top though, right? Vegeta. Yeah. Did he beat top? Yeah. He final flashes him off the, off the thing. Him in 17, huh? No, so, no. Cause I think top saves himself. No, but I think you're right. No, no, no. Yeah. He, I think he blasts Vegeta him off the edge. Top. Yeah. He, 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 he beat a destroyer. That's right. He did. He, he supercharged himself like he did with Majin Buu. Yeah. Blew himself up. Blew, yeah. Tries to blow himself up, but he has his body. So he strong. controls it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 that's impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. So I was like, I don't know. He beat a destroyer in training. You got, you got Goku. Well, technically, he you got destroyer. Goku who is fighting a someone who is supposed to be as strong as a destroyer, as strong as that universe's destroyer, even stronger, mm-hmm. right? But Whis is like really into Goku. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like uh, only because he listens to his techniques, right? And and then I was like, I'm like, okay, so you got you got him against the destroyer, and then you got you got. Uh, Vegeta against a destroyer too. I'm like, someone's got to become a destroyer. You know what I mean? Maybe. Well, you someone's know, someone's got to become a destroyer because right. it looks like it looks like Goku is going to be an angel. He he like he'll learn all the techniques. He can't technically become an angel. Right, right, right. He'll learn all the moves as much as he can, as much as a mortal can. Um, but yeah, no, that's what it seems like. That I think that's cool. Vegeta is Saiyan because not only are his collectibles super expensive. But he's also, again, his he, signature card is probably the dopest out of all of them. The yeah, color that of it pops. That that color is nuts. Um, but on top of that, the character development, right? Like he literally turned from a villain. Nobody liked him in the Saiyan saga. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're telling me too. They do show him like his how he how he changed his interactions with Trunks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And his interactions with future Trunks, yep. and even his interactions with like other Saiyans. Like yep. it's nuts. Yeah. And he's not done. He keeps changing, right? There's going to be more development through the Moro arc, and there's going to be more development through the Granola arc. I where agree. Goku's just kind of like, I'm getting stronger. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But Vegeta is too, but he's learning different stuff. He's being creative, which is different because remember, Vegeta was like, I'll just get stronger and stronger and stronger. He, I think he finally realized it's not about being stronger. It's about learning different techniques. So mm-hmm. Vegeta's more tactical too. He's more smart. It's just... True. Yeah. If you're not, I mean, it's Pepsi and, and Coke. You're going to pick one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is why Vegeta is say in. Uh, all right. Let's get recent on. grabs? We got no, recent grabs? Did you, I didn't get anything. I haven't grabbed anything Dragon Ball wise. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have like, a, if I grabbed a Funko or like if I grabbed, no, no model kits, no Funkos this week. Uh, watching, I did put, I've been watching it, but I've just been watching more of them now is the Vermilion Bloodline Vegito um, that I think it's the SCR. Yeah, yeah, that one was that the one with the sword. Yeah, the one yeah. with the sword. Yep, energy. Kind of like a reddish card. Yeah. yeah, super cool. That one's really tight. That's one I've been looking at more recently. Nice. Digimon. Here we go with the highest sale of the week for Digimon. Where's my honor of Digimon? Gonna... Where's my snare? There it is. Okay, get a little rip here. Honor of Digimon. Devin has a back a, a backs a backs. He has a box of Battle of Omni. Just open right here on the desk as we're doing the podcast. Um, he just opened one pack. He opened one pack when he got here today for the podcast, and his first pack was an alternate art of Gallimon, uh Chaos Mode, the one that goes with my Omnimon Zort. Let's see, art. second pack magic here. So he pulls a super alt. Anyways, highest sale of the week for Digimon. Here we go. 
this one's cool. I'm, I like this one a lot. August 17th, Digimon Digibattle, Black War Greymon, BO229, The Hollow, Series 5, pre-owned, 1200 bucks. 1200 Keep in mind, guys, I bought mine for $500. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to speak on this till you speak on it. Um, so, I'm really happy that this one sold for this price because it's good for Digimon, right? We want Digimon to be more popular. Oh, nice. not only sh- not only about like the- should the cards be selling more that's dope. but this is good like we're we're so if you want the hobby to grow we need higher sales that's just the truth we need more sales we need higher sales right the volume needs to increase but we also got to share more content so if we do that digimon blows up i like this one because black war greymon is one of the if is the only if not like how do i say this besides omnimon black war greymon is probably the rarest hollow in terms of like demand. Like, so just by the people, right? So popularity, I know we say that the hollows aren't, excuse me. I know we say the hollows aren't that rare. They're easier to pull, but this one's different. This one kind of exists outside of that category because Black War Greymon is the most popular one of the hollows. There's no gold text of this card. So that's what kind of makes them significant. You get the hollow hmm. or you get the non-hollow. That's all, all right. you get. Um, and just by, you know, snoozing Instagram and things like that and other Digimon people, he's kind of considered like top three, top five coolest Digimon around. He may even possibly be the most popular Digimon, Black War Greymon. Hmm. Now, I um, like him a lot. He's sick. I, I, but so he's one of those cards where he kind of like, he defies the rules of rarity. Remember, we know the hollows aren't anything to write home about. They are now because it's 20 years later and no one can find them. But that's that's not what they were intended to be. They were, everyone should have had these back in the day. Right. Had you bought stuff and collected, you would have got hollows. A one in three chance. You got a 33% chance you're pulling a hollow. You get three packs, you're probably going to get a hollow in one. Almost guaranteed. You may even get yeah, two. Yeah, which one? You may get two. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it is a matter of which one. But it wasn't hard to pull. Whereas that War Greymon, you know, how many of you can buy, how many of you could could have bought eight packs when you were a kid? Not many yeah, of us. No, like yeah. your mom might have bought you one or two to buy. Because remember, the gold techs were one in seven pools. So you had to buy at least eight packs to have a good shot at getting a gold. So, um, and remember, we're thinking through the mind of a child, not someone who could buy a case right now and just rip until they get what they want. Um, so Black War Greymon, I really like this one. I wouldn't have paid 1200 for this because we all took a look at it in the cord and we saw that the right corner was bent. Other than that, it was mint. So this, yeah. will, get, this will get a PSA 6 if someone decides to grade it. Right, to shed some light on it. the uh, For everyone that saw it in the Discord, that looked at the pictures, that bend right there, I think... I, Automatic me, 6. Me and Denny's speculation is that it's considered more of like a, a, a crease, right? Yep, yep considered more of a crease than it is like a like a bend or a nick yep. um because my stained glass birds crease is damaged my stained glass birds that i bought um had a similar marking just like that um that i was like it kind of looks like a nick and he's like yeah it kind of does look like a nick but after like further looking at it when it was in the slab it looks exactly like that marking and it got a, it scored a crease. psa six because yep. it was a crease right they count as a crease it's counted as damage yep um so 
So that's a rough one for Black War Greymon, highest sale of the week. It's it's a nice car. I would get it. I would get it. I wouldn't pay twelve hundred for that specific one. Right. But I would get one. Um right. But at the same time, this guy could just really like, you know, he could really like it. He Absolutely. can know if what you love he the wants. card, it you don't put a price on it. You get Absolutely. it. Because these I've seen a Hollow War Greymon probably once every like four to six months. Right. So this guy said, you know what, I got the money now, I'm gonna pull the trigger. Yep. Whether it's a six or it's a ten. Yes. All right. Dope. The next bit. We're, we have, again, we don't have news this week. We're going to do something fun here with Digimon. Uh, if you guys didn't know, the Poke Tower is responsible for PSA now grading Digibattle Series 3 and 4. You can now grade Digibattle Series 3 and 4. I know we talked about this in previous weeks, but they accept it now, and they will grade your cards um, because of the Poke Tower, the work we did with uh, Jake, Chris, ATM, and myself emailing PSA going back and forth fighting with these guys we finally got it to where you can grade sets three and four not just the Wargreymon but any card in set three any card in set four we're working on the other ones stay tuned for that but I wanted to talk about real quick because we, we've been going for a while here um, my top ten picks for what I would send to PSA hmm. so now this doesn't mean that these are the rarest cards it doesn't mean it's the most expensive cards um it goes by a few things. It goes by who the character is. It goes by the rarity of the card. So that is a thing. Like some of these cards, you may say that, no, I don't even know who that is. It's not that you don't know who the Digimon is. It's that how many times have I seen it on eBay in the last year? That that takes part, right? Because if you can't find the damn thing, it's probably pretty rare. Yeah, I'm seeing um, one already that I might like. So it goes off of it goes off of price. It goes off of who the character is. It goes off overall demand. Like, are people even looking for this thing? And it goes off of how often can you find the card, right? So, And then it goes by rarity. Is it a hollow? Is it a gold? Why? So this is just my top 10. This doesn't make any card more rare than the other because some of these cards should be flipped around. Here we go. Uh, number 10. And these are from sets 3 and 4, okay? So pay attention to that. Number 10 is Valkyriemon. This comes in a hollow, and I believe it is from series four, Valkyriemon. Um, that is a, uh, I believe that's Magna Angemon and uh, Sylvie Sylphimon put together. Hmm. It's a mega. Um, but anyways, that card, I've only seen one in the last year. Now, that doesn't mean it's the rarest card in the world. It just means it's hard to find, right? And it's a hollow, which means back in the day you could have pulled this card. Um, but Valkyriemon. And I, I think I saw it on Mercari. I haven't even seen one on eBay. Uh, number nine. Oh, I think we double numbered here. So there's actually 11 in here, guys. My bad. Number nine, Vidramon. This is uh, not the non-hollow. This will just be a regular hollow uh, in Series 4. The reason why I like the hollow Vidramon is because Vidramon is a popular character. Yeah. Now, I've seen a, I've seen a handful for sale. And they're all beat up, but um, if you like Vigemon, I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I like Vigemon. Uh, number nine again, because I double numbered. My bad. Another one of my favorites. Yep. He comes in a hollow. He doesn't come in a gold text. Comes in a hollow. Um, what? And he's a good character. He's a great character. I still get my hollow. Um, got That's a good cool. story to him, which I really like. Uh, I tried to get one for a while back. Guy was trying to sell it for one sixty. I mm. wanted it for a hundred. He wouldn't give it to me. Um, yeah, I want one for a hundred too. I've seen two. <laughs> I've seen two in the last like eight months. 
two I'd be really happy holographic if I can get a, a, a I've seen non holographic Stingmon for a hundred bucks. It'd be cool. Number eight, this one's surprising. It's Rapidmon Gold Text. So, Rapidmon's cool. I like him. Right. He's like the green bunny. Rapidmon is cool, guns. and it's a gold text, which is it's it's harder to pull. Is the gold the gold texts are harder to pull by nature? The reason it's number eight and it, and it kind of falls all the I way feel up like here I've seen this one. is because I this is probably the one gold text I've seen the most of. I've seen a lot of Rapidmon. I can probably say over a dozen in the last year. I've seen Rapidmon gold text. Yeah, it's funny because when you said Rapidmon gold text, it's like I feel like I've seen that card. Yep. <clears throat> uh, number seven, Paledramon Hollow. That. That's Stingmon of Edramon? Yes. Yeah, that one's dope. Pale Dramon Hollow. There isn't a gold text of this. It's just a hollow. I've only I've seen two of these in the last year. Uh, I believe there's one for sale right now for 150. Mm. I like it. It's a good, good popular character. Just a lot him, of people remember him regular. It's not him all in like, like uh, dragon mode or whatever it it's is. Just like Pale Dramon. Just yeah. him standing there. Yep. Type. It's the before he goes Imperial Dramon. Nice. All right, number six. This one I like a lot. Ragermon. He also comes in a hollow. Uh, I've seen about three or four Ragermon since I started buying Digi Battle again. Um, very hard to find in a mint condition. Um, yeah, I want to say I've seen three to four. Uh, but he's cool. He's sick. I, I like him a lot. Uh, number five. Uh, keep in mind, Ragermon, Flamegermon is kind of a tie. So if you like Flamegermon more, you could go that way too. Um, and I've actually seen less Flame Dramon than I have Ragermon. So keep that in mind. But he didn't make the list because there's more stuff here that I had to put in. Number five, War Graumon. This is the one you want a gold text on. Now, if you end up running into a hollow, you like the hollow more, that's fine. But I again I go with rarity and what it was intended for when they created it. That mean I, I honestly think there's less War Graumon gold text than there are War Graumon hollows. That's just how I feel. Um War Graumon Gold Text. Uh, I have two myself. Oh no, I have I have one of each. I have one hollow, one gold. My bad. Um, you can find these for like anywhere from fifty to like one hundred and twenty bucks. Um, I also think War Graumon kind of reminds me of Pokemon and like like the Hoenn region, right? So he wasn't like an OG. He's like kind of second, third gen style. But there's there's a Devin's a War Graumon fan. Yep, I like War Graumon uh, a lot. Nasty Nate's a War Graumon fan, so like we, there's War Graumon peeps out there. Yep. Um, number four, Serifimon. That is the mega form of Magna Angemon. Uh, he can come in a gold text and in a hollow. Again, I would go for the gold text here. Um, I actually bought one for 70 bucks uh, in January, I want to say. I gave it to Devin for free. Which one's Seraphimon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Seraphimon, yeah. because it came bent, it wasn't creased. It wasn't creased, but it was bent, and the buyer didn't want to like reimburse me or give me a half discount, whatever. He was like, I'm sorry, it's whatever, you could just return it. And I was like, just give me, like, a, I want the card, just, you know, give me a partial refund or something. He didn't want to do it. I was so pissed, I just gave it to Devin for free. And I believe it or not, he can still pull a 10 with it. Yeah. Totally could. It's tight. I like and it. And remember, it's gradable at PSA, uh, at PSA now. Number three, Imperial Jermon. Uh, this can be hollow or gold text, and it can be the dragon mode or the fighter mode. I personally like the fighter mode more than I like the dragon mode. I've also, but here's the thing, I've seen more fighter mode than I've seen dragon modes. So dragon mode's a little bit harder to find in my opinion. 
Uh, number two, Metal Garumon. Gold text or hollow. This is series three. So this is the counterpart to the War Greymon that I have. Right? So I got the War Greymon PSA 10. I would love to have Metal Garumon PSA 10 because they go in sequential order. It's 148, 149. Um, I have three Metal Garumon. Two of them are probably PSA 6. One of them is probably PSA 8. Maybe maybe a 9 on a good day if I get a, the right grader. Um, but Metal Garumon. I, and the hollow is nice too. I've only seen a handful of the hollows, and I've only seen a handful of the gold text. Now, keep in mind, these are more popular Digimon, so that's probably why you see them more on eBay. That doesn't mean they're less rare than ones you don't find, right? Like Valkyrimon, you may only see one in a year, but I guarantee you if if more Digimon, if people went in their rooms, in their closets when they were kids, and went in the attic and found their Digimon cards and knew that Valkyrimon was a big deal, I guarantee you people are going to start finding them out of the woodworks. Right. Yeah, yeah, but nobody really cares, so it's you know, finders keepers on those. But everyone knows Metal Grumon's a big deal. Everyone knows War Greymon's a big deal. So everyone's selling it, right? It's just like Charizard. Super hard to pull a Charizard. Don't lie to yourself. It's hard to pull one, but because everyone in the world knows that they're worth money, you're going to see more online. Yep, I agree with that. And number one, you already know the Grail War Greymon. War Greymon Gold Text it would be my choice. Uh, I still would love to get a hollow because I'd love to grade a hollow. I'm not, I'm not, I like both. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not a part of this whole gang, like one side or the other. It's just the reality that the, the foils were made to be easier pulled than the gold text. Um, so I would love to get a, a hollow. I'm looking at one on eBay right now. I could pull the trigger on it. Um, a couple hundred bucks, but you know, it is what it is. I, I want it for me. I don't want it. You know, I don't want it for the money. So, uh, holographic war Greymon. Gold Text War Greymon. Those are my top 10 picks for PSA uh, Series 3 and 4. It's dope. Long-winded. We are we got a long episode. I didn't mean for it to go this long. Sorry. Okay. Recent grabs and why. You guys heard I got the Magna Angemon, Rapidmon, Talmon, and Mammothmon. I bought those cards specifically because it's PSA season. You know that PSA is back. I will grade these cards and try and pull as many PSA 10s as I can because it's a personal goal of my own to be one of the biggest digi battle collectors for PSA. That's my thing. Hell yeah. We, we open the gates. We already opened the floodgates for, for everyone to do it, mm-hmm. but I would love to be one of those ones. that's like, Hey, that was the guy that, you know, took part in this, this wave. That'd be tight. Yep. And then I picked up, uh, two battle of Omni boxes, which I have one open up right now. And the other one, I didn't get, uh, the black errata box toppers. So, my second one then have to get ripped open too so that's right I'm on the hunt if anyone has an extra black box topper errata from Battle of Omni if you want to trade hit me up in the discord alright and that's it for the grabs this week I think my mom sold out of Battle of Omni so I'm at the I didn't four box rule I got two boxes so and this is a nice set it's a very rewarding set to open yeah um, it's just it reminds me of like Hidden Fates kind of like you're gonna get something What's it going to be? I don't know. All right, guys. Let's talk some Yu-Gi-Oh. Let's get in the highest sell of the week. This week, we have a Yu-Gi-Oh! LOB 124 First Edition Exodia, the Forbidden One, PSA 10 Gem Mint. Perfect. Sold for $35,000. This was not a PWCC sale. Um, Like we said earlier in the podcast, there was a $499,999 
first edition lob and a psa 10 uh broken neck blue eyes obviously we were like hey that can't be right yeah so let's cover this one instead there was actually two two psa 10 uh first edition lob exodia the forbidden one so if you guys don't know there is different pieces of exodia so if you're not too familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh, you guys are just now getting into it just starting to learn off of the podcast and learning from what we you know tell you guys this is the middle piece this is his head his chest it's the it's it's exodia it's his face it's the piece exodia is five pieces this is this is probably the most wanted piece it's the meat it's yeah it's the meat it's the meat of the potatoes it's not his third leg no it's not it's, it's exodia right so uh 35,000 35,000 I think that's a great price uh, I don't know if it's a great price but it seems kind of steep to me because we saw a full set of I think PSA 9s or maybe they were mixed grades they were unlimited though too oh they were unlimited that's yeah, that right the difference yeah, they were un- they were unlimited in PSA nines, and we saw a whole- we saw a whole set that we covered in the high sale of the week um, of the Exodia pieces. So that means both arms, both legs, and the chest and head part, which is one card, which is the one we're talking about right now. There was another sale, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on this. It was like twenty nine or maybe thirty two thousand of another PSA ten uh, Exodia first edition piece that sold too. So I do think this price is pretty uh, realistic. Maybe it is fraudulent. But thirty five thousand, mm, I can see it. I can see it, but I'm not spending. We just did I'm the dark magician last week. I know, but I'm not right. doing it. I'm not doing it for just the Exodia piece. Maybe for all of my wood. Thirty five thousand, but I mean, if that's the going price on the market, it's going price. You know what I mean, you're not gonna, <laughs> you can't. What are you gonna do? I don't want it for that, but still, right? You know, what am I gonna do? Tell the guy, hey, I don't want it for that. He's gonna go, okay. How much you want it for? Hundred bucks. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, hundred bucks. Not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that's the highest sell of the week for Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, topic, uh, topic for Heart of the Cards is going to be Shadow, Shadow of Infinity. We're going to be following the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX series trend uh, going through our like second series of Yu-Gi-Oh! So first series first series being uh, Yugi, Yami Yugi, Joey, Kaiba uh, series. And then Kyber. We, then we have uh, Chaz Princeton and we have uh, Zane Truesdale and Jaden Yuki in series two. And those are the cards we're talking about now. So those are Elements of Heroes and all that stuff. I'm saying all this because this set right here is very overlooked. It's almost like a um, like a labyrinth of nightmare or like a dark crisis type deal where like it's an old set. It's very cool and it's expensive, but it was like back even back then it was a crappy set, you know, ah. and there was only there's only one thing that really pulled people to it. And that one and that that was it. That was it. So we'll get into it. So this set was released February 18th, 2006. It contains 60 cards, and you guys already know the Master Set contained 85. Um, so there's 25 Ultimate Rares, uh, which would complete your uh, Master Set. There's 4 Ultra Rares, 7 Super Rares, 14 Rares, and 35 Commons. Um, unlimited Packs go for about 40 to 60 bucks. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, and then an Unlimited Box goes for about 1000 to $1,500. Not terrible, but like I said, this is not... I wouldn't be buying packs. Whoa. Unless you like sealed packs, then you can. I'm going to be talking about that in a bit. Um, but yeah, if you can find sealed packs, maybe you get them. The ones that are already with the hard back and the hard plastic on the front. I found some first edition packs like that for about $140. Um, those are the ones I'd, I'd recommend getting if you're going to keep them sealed and look to sell them later on down the line. Um but honestly, I don't really think this is a set that you keep sealed or that you uh, try to like bank off of. Only because there's not very many hits in the set. But the hits are really big hits. 
Um, my first edition box is going for about four thousand dollars. So again, not terrible. Anything I feel like anything below five thousand is good. So it's not quite at the five thousand threshold yet. So if you guys are interested, you guys can buy one. But I don't believe this is the set to go all in. So the hits from this set are going to be the Sacred Beast. These cards here are the second gen Egyptian god cards. So you have Uriah. Uriah is like Slifer. He looks like Slifer, kind of. Um, Whoa. But he comes in an ultra rare, which is pretty sought after. Obviously, there's only four of them in this set. He's one of them. Um, but he also comes in an ultimate rare, which is even more sought after than just uh, the ultra rare itself. So ultra rares can sell up to like maybe like $1,000 by themselves. But an ultimate rare, quote me if I'm wrong here. But I think like a raw ultra rare sells for like maybe a couple hundred dollars all the way up to like a thousand um and then you got ultimate rares that, that can go can like start at 900 to a thousand like starting there what is, what is that is that ultimate? A psa 8 for 30 for 2800 bucks yeah so that's a psa 8 for 2800 like i said the raws start at like nine to a thousand three thousand dollars on this this is 20 watchers on this one for the ultra what U ultimate rare Oh yeah, yeah. Ultimate, yeah. Yeah, the ultimate rares always gonna be crushing in that price. That the ultimate rares are no joke. They were, they were just so superior and so technolo technologically advanced, like for their time, you know. Yeah. An ultimate rare, and it's coming on these sacred beast god cards. I don't know. It's awesome. I really like uh, textured Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I like textured cards in general. So ultimate rares are my like go-to cards. So you have the sacred beast. You have Uriah, who's like a uh, slifer. You have Hammond, who's like raw, and then you have Ravel, who is like obelisk. Um, so if you guys aren't sure of these cards, go check them out. You have Uriah, Hammond, and Ravel. I don't recommend going in all, all in on this set. If you're looking to get vintage Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, this is not the set to do it. But if you like it, get it. If you don't, just chase the Sacred Beast. That's, that's what I'm going to say. That's my outlook on the set. If I were to... I don't know, collect anything from this set, it would just be the Sacred Beast. Even, mm. I think the only other ultra rare there is in the set is Cyber Laser Dragon, which, I mean, it's an ultra rare, which is cool, but, and there's also like 23, 21, no, no, 22. There's 22 other ultimate rares in the set, but just all the cards in general um, weren't, weren't significant in any way. Mm. So, Sacred Beast all the way, just buy them raw or already graded but they are very very expensive sacred beast uh recent grabs i got i got two boxes to king's court last week and got skunked uh so look at that this is all i got oh wow and then the other box i got three ultras as well wow what three ultras in each box wow so i'm hoping there's like an alt art or something that maybe i'm not paying attention to wow i got skunked that's crazy yeah, so I would be building playsets to try and get my money back. Oh no! Yeah, most likely. Probably, probably. A, uh, have you looked it up? Are they pretty meta? The King's Court cards? I don't know, mm. but I mean, they gotta go. Yeah. They well, I tell you what, um, my Toon Chaos stuff that I had that was like reminiscent of this set, yeah. um, with the collector rare and stuff, all that, and then you getting multiple cards all the time, and then you I got the Jack's same ultras. Knight, uh, but he's ultra. Yeah. The uh, the playsets were selling like. Probably oh, like yeah. like three four months later, there was like oh wow now they're now they're at the price point that I want. Like, I to think sell that's them. sick, but like when I first looked, Toon Chaos was at like two to three bucks for play sets of ultras, and I was but like, but this I'm just not shows you that. like you get three ultras in one box, 
Mm-hmm. I wish. See, this is the thing: is that that's why I still respect ultras, because I got three, right, right, twenty-four right. packs, right. They're that's, not completely exist like like they're hard to get, right? Yep, especially one that you want. That's why there's some ultras out there that can sell for some good money. And if you can get them in play sets, that's even better because yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh guys are like, wow, I don't have to buy from three different people. This guy yeah. has literally has all three of them right here. I'll just buy that. So I got the two boxes of King's Court. Got skunked. Yes, I still want to keep opening King's Court. Uh, I think my mom has one more case, but she's not selling what? it. Right yeah, she's not selling it. So it's good though. That means everyone in the Discord. I I pretty much got the dead boxes in the in the in the Discord. Oh man, I was banking off of getting. I was banking off of getting like a few a few that boxes. Means De- from that means that Devin would, got would... some hits, and that means Soggy bought from there. And some other people bought there from there as well. So that means I you only, guys probably I got the I only got one rare. box from mom. Oh. I got one box from mom and I got two from other card oh. stores. And then I was going to try to bank on getting another. We'll tell her to rip I was, it. I was going to bank to we'll get, try to get like another th- another like two or three from mom so I can finish my six boxes. Mm-hmm. But if she's, if she's we'll not going to rip it. it. Yeah. she got to rip it. You have to rip that. Just need, just need like one, like maybe one or two more. That's it though. Um, oh, I'm also drawing more interest in starter deck hollows again, but I had fun with King's Court, so maybe I'll go the cost efficient way and just try and rip a secret rare. Um, but then again, the starter hollows. Oh, you didn't get cheap. any god cards or nothing? Nothing. Hmm. Nada. Not a secret. Yeah. Sucks. Are they secrets? I don't know. Maybe they are ultimate. Ultras. I think they're ultras. I think they're ultras. I got wrecked, dude. Yeah. Because I think I saw them at at, uh, at Frankenstein's, and I think they're all just... I got wrecked. Sad. Anyways, that's it for today's podcast. This was a long one, by the way, uh, over an hour and a half. Yeah. For those of you that made it to the end, thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the long podcast. You guys have a, a lot to listen to. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the new stuff that we came up with. Uh, the say in, say in and say in out. Say out. Say out. Say out and say in. Um, and then also... Uh, the top five, I like that one. Top five was dope. Um, Something a little different. Yeah, talking about our cars, that was very easy, very, very. Uh, what's it called? Like fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just fun. It's fun not to just talk about specific cards. Right. Um, and what so, else do we have? That was it. Um, was it? We're gonna be doing our one year anniversary. We've been talking about it. We'll let you guys know as we keep going. Um, we're still planning that out. Uh, no live stream this week. Uh, we'll see you guys in the Discord. And I don't have anything else, so we'll see you guys next. Yeah, I got to get through this Battle of Omni box. We'll see you guys next Wednesday in the podcast. Yep. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Peace. (laughs)